0: 30 pm and welcome to another edition of Run Chat Live. It's been a while. I think it's been about three weeks, four weeks or something, um, because things have been changing at my end a little bit. Um, you can see I'm no longer in the clinic. I'm at home in civilian attire um, because those of you who are local to Brighton and Hove, um, Studio 57 and Stride UK are relocating. So um, we're actually going to be setting up, well, by April, beginning of april we're going to be in the middle of hove park um, which is fantastic i'm very excited about that uh, because we'll be able to look after all you hove park uh, park runners Um, and also we're going to be along new church road Um, so websites um, will be uh, the same have a look and um, yeah i'll be working for consultation more than anything Um, so if you do need me email me matt at runchecklife.com Um, And then we can sort out time for me to look after you, whether it be uh, injury, pain, uh, running technique and that sort of thing. But anyway, so here we are. And welcome to my office. Um, very excited about bringing you today somebody who I tried to get in about a month ago or two months ago, but she was coming down from a mountain, as you do. Um, And that is the wonderful Lisa Shabbos, who is going to be joining us very soon. She's just um, I can see her waiting down in the lobby for us. Um, so, what can I say about Lisa to introduce her? Well, Tomb Raider, Lara Croft, there you go. That's pretty much all you need to know. The history is fantastic. I'm looking forward to um, you finding all about her past, and her present, and then hopefully joining her because she's very active now over Instagram and Facebook, joining her for her future. Um, so, without uh, further ado, let me bring up the wonderful Lisa Shabbos. we go lisa shall in the house now you'll you notice me. that lisa's not from um, our part of the world um but i will be adding subtitles to the youtube video um where are you from lisa <laughs> sure <Blasty>. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: walk, walk slowly. <laughs> yeah
0: so don't worry if you find it hard to understand it's not your computer <laughs> don't touch your picture it's just quite a strong Glaswegian <laughs> accent but that's fine because it's fine it's good it'll make you concentrate how you doing
1: I'm all right, buddy. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm glad to see the beanie. Oh, always the beanie.
1: It's great. I've been absolutely fantastic. I've been using your tips for my runs. Spot on. You're in the books.
0: I'm honoured to be part of your your journey, which anyone who follows Instagram and Facebook at the moment um, is fantastic. I think I've already seen you take a shower twice today.
1: Yeah. And swim.
0: Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, it's wicked. So thanks so much for joining us.
1: Pleasure. Pleasure. (laughs)
0: So where do we start? Let's imagine that people are watching this who don't know anything about you. Um, What did you do this morning?
1: So this morning, my usual little routine, I go down and I meet a great bunch of people, got up at about 6am, had a cold shower first at the front, put on some tunes, did my tribal moves, and the endorphins flying, whatever happened yesterday is washed off. And then a wee run up, meet the crew, sea swim, cup of tea, boom. Loved it.
0: And the sea Have swims become <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anything? I'm not a big swimmer. Yeah, I'm not a big swimmer, but I mean the sea swim's become quite a regular thing for you, isn't it?
1: massively and to be honest Matt come down because there was a guy in this morning and it had been a while and he was procrastinating and I said look if you're resisting something it always means you should do it and it'll 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 be a pivotal point we only waded in we giggled we shouted not a serious swim this morning but we get the endorphins going and he went home boom on fire before his flight today so happy days
0: yeah, no, it's cool. I mean, you do definitely all look better for it and it seems to be a great, um, yeah, gang you've got going down there. So we'll get into more of the ins and outs of of the science behind why you're all stripping down and jumping into the sea in March in Brighton. Um, but before then, I mean, I've I spotted you on social media and just thought, wow, this girl has um, got some, I'm trying to think what it would be in English now, but just a hook. It's like, very captivating and the content of oh, wow. what you're saying the way you were saying it and everything which is why i kind of reached out to you and we hooked up and um, now you're all over my or not my but the magazine running magazine i write for is my um subject in gay analysis so um awesome. i'll put a link to that later on there should be some online photos as well so thank you very much for that um but yeah it was fascinating because i think i joined just just the right time because you've got mm. such a fantastic um present and future lined up but what we're going to do is we're going to go back to the past first of all yep.
1: yeah
0: your dark shady past
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah open the closet door oh, <laughs> but hey it's the past which makes us the person we are doesn't it
1: certainly and I've, certainly um I and mean, if you don't learn from it
0: we stay stuck there. So awesome to share. Okay, so let's. Um, this isn't. This isn't a particularly old photo, but I think the reason that you're here, and um, yeah, the reason you're doing what you're doing in this photo, kind of takes us back to where you came from. So let's have a look. I'm going to make myself little if I can, and just bring you and uh, that person in there. So what's going on in this photo?
1: Right. So that was when I came out of the military and just transcended into female bodyguarding. I made a lot of good contacts with a lot of the, the, the SF guys, uh, started security firms, and this was myself and Katy Perry. So, yeah, we were brought in for her um, in Morocco, Morocco and then Paris. Yeah.
0: So there's 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 quite a lot said in that subject there, which you've kind of just mentioned as if it was like, so hold on, you, you were in the military then?
1: Yeah. I'd left the military, Matt, so that was probably, that was a good, I'd been in the circuit a few years, so that was probably a good six, seven years since I'd left the military.
0: And how did you, how did a girl from Glasgow end up in the military? Surely there's enough fighting on the streets of Glasgow for you too.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> was in trouble, I'm trying to hide all my machetes.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah, but what, um, yeah, how did you end up in the military?
1: On, on, a, on a serious note, yeah, I, um, I was a rough diamond. Um, I was going down the wrong route without saying too much. My dad was a bit of a man in Glasgow and connected and, you know, big pond, small fish. and um, One thing led to the other and few incidents. Life hits us all and I kind of had to step up to protect the family and then I kind of got into my, into that kind of Glasgow scene. Um, I was getting arrested. I wasn't... um, yeah. I I had to turn my life around. So when enough was enough, I, I walked straight into the the joint the office, the military to join up and uh to put me in the straight and narrow.
0: <laughs> and how was that for you? I mean at the time was there many oh. women in your situation? How old would you have been at the time? More or less. Oh,
1: there was it was later, Matt. I yeah. I was um, yeah, twenty,
0: twenty one. And did you stand out from day one for being
1: I did. I probably got more into in trouble maximum. more in there than I did outside. It took a while to break the ego, the uh, kind of everything down, and, and to be told what to do and the discipline. Um, and it wasn't really. I still couldn't. I still couldn't respect someone just because they had two e stripes. But because I had that attitude, I got in touch with the the men. A lot of the my peers that were doing that were going off in treks to do like the Cairngorms and. Uh, the Three Peaks Challenge. Although I was into trouble, i sussed these men out and they knew that I had grit. So I managed to get a SF posting to the Royal Marine Base and that's where I met the big boys and it kind of all kind of progressed from there. Um was allowed to go on, on a pre-commando course because I was training for a, a certain branch and, you know, they don't allow women into the command course, but they allowed me to go in the pre-command and boom, you know, yeah, we were tested. I saw integrity. I saw strength, respect, teamwork. And, yeah, it took, took a while. But then, you know, they I respected that those men, you know, that unit um, and absolutely loved it. I think, um, yeah, I think whenever we are in life, we've got to see the question why we're here and we can always turn it around.
0: Yeah, I mean, listening to you already now, is I don't know, hopefully other people, obviously people listening to the podcast won't be able to see you, but as always, that's why I like recording this as a video because sometimes, you know, some people have a great voice, but you've got the voice and the look as well and listening to you just talking about it, you go from kind of, ah, crazy, kind of wacky, to yes. boom, and yeah. it's like the yeah. eyes and the face changes and it's like wow this person's really got which i suppose is part of your success personally with fitness and also with helping other people get fit but anyway so yeah the military was there and i think uh for example that led you to sticking with these guys and what's going on in this picture here yeah that
1: was, another group. So that was actually my brother-in-law's company he um a funny story we were doing a, a scenario of an attack uh in Blandford in a camp and we all did camouflage and they gave me the smoke bomb and i couldn't open the fucking sorry i couldn't open the
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can take a girl out of glasgow <laughs> we apologize if you've been offended by any of the language used so far today yeah continue yes
1: namaste <laughs> This camouflage thing came beside me, opened the smoke bomb and he went, throw it now. And I threw it. Now, that guy turned out to be, a, he was in the special forces, great guy. And he ended up marrying my sister.
0: All oh, right.
1: So although I couldn't stay in the military because I am very, I ask questions and it, it, I don't really believe in a lot of the things that, that kind of go on. So it did me well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The grip. Definitely.
1: And then I've got a brother-in-law and a lovely little niece from it. So, yeah.
0: Wicked, beautiful. Everything
1: with a silver lining.
0: Exactly, exactly. And there's another one of you there with the guys. Yeah. Um, and I think it's interesting because obviously, you, I've kind of, when I describe you to other people, I'm very big, maybe it's the age I've got at now, but I'm very big in trying to help girls especially young girls have better role models yeah so i remember when we chatted to elizabeth barnes i think you've connected up with now a while ago i chatted to her and and it's and it's quite funny i mean i didn't mean it to sound funny but i kind of basically said why is it the tv's full of kim kardashian and there's none of you on there you know because girls are growing up with all these kind of no disrespect to kim kardashian if she wants to come on one chat live that's fine to defend herself (laughs) but it's just it's just full of it isn't it the celebrities, the TVs, it's all... The media just create this. This is what you should be if you're a woman. This is what your aspirations. This is And it's just why. The media is so guilty without getting too political or anything.
1: No, and um, I loved that. I loved when you and Elizabeth Barnes, what a legend, what a role model she is. Calm, confident, what an athlete. And I loved that podcast you did with her because there's so many women like that around us. And yes, we... We can bring out our strengths, but we don't need to, to hide behind the paparazzi or the, the special lives or, or, or look up at people that aren't really role models. So the more we can spread it and, you know, you can be strong. I went through my stuff and I'm strong, but I'm, I'm still vulnerable. I'll still go in the water sometimes over a bad day. I'll watch a movie. I'll shed a tear. I'll let it out. You know, we've got, we've got a lot of strengths and vulnerability, when I stop mm-hmm. a run and we, you know, and I go through the line with some of the guys and our reserves are down and we're connected, it's a very special, vulnerable feeling and it's a strength. So the more we can get these women into that mindset, I think, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a big believer for that.
0: Definitely. No, I mean, that's part of the strength of women comes in that they're not afraid to have a cry. They're not afraid to show their feelings. Yeah. I think a lot of guys get weak because they are. And we've only got to look at the problems with mental, um, mental, uh, Problems, mental awareness, and all of that with guys, and it's all in the news. And guys committing suicide, and obviously women go through that as well. But for men in particular, because they're scared to talk about it, because it's not macho. I think it's a very big topic at the moment. You know, it's It's
1: huge. You know, know, I take some into the water, and they're going through divorces, and they can't. They're being told not to cry and man up, and it's like, what kind of phases?
0: Man up, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. And we go, let it out, shout, scream, giggle. You know, we we whoo we whoop we do try. you know we just whatever we can just to get that out and to connect with one another we're not that different from one another once we lay all the walls down
0: yeah well that's interesting because that's a nice kind of um link to our next thing you say we're not that different from one another let's bring the next picture on there she is
1: <laughs> we've oh <laughs> Amazing, what I don't
0: look that good in a bikini. I'm not the first to say we, we there are differences between women and between women and men. Um, right. Let's move it on. What, what's going on here? Talk us through this.
1: Right. So I was working for uh, British military circuits. It was a, like just a little part time job I was doing and I really wanted a challenge. And I thought, right, I'm going to go from combat boots to high heels as a natural athlete, just see what my body could do. But also, Matt, to get in the mindset of these women, a lot with body issues. And and I tell you what, that might look great, and I had a giggle, but I wasn't happy there. You know, I'm happy now with my wee battle fat, that I call it, that I need before I go in for a run, you know, and, and, and building up some body fat. But it was a great experience. I'm not knocking it, and it gave me a lot, a lot of... Um, Knowledge on my nutrition, my body, and mindset again,
0: yeah, definitely. I mean, I've I have know a few female athletes who have taken themselves to to be able to win because you won this competition, didn't you? I
1: did, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Obviously, what you touch, you win, which is why <laughs> ultra <ultimately, I also laughs> large Elizabeth Barnes, you've got to watch out, <laughs> uh, but we'll talk about that later on, so yeah, um but yeah I've, i know other athletes i think you ran into um or you know Cara as well then you Cara webb who's got a similar story where she actually you might get car on the show she's a great laugh as well and she's a good oh, role model and stuff. but yeah she she we spoke at great length about how she just wasn't happy she got to this stage um and now she's much happier eating being on track getting back into sports and just kind of you know functioning and it's not, and
1: it's not <laughs> sustainable
0: yeah that's You're the thing awesome.
1: It's 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 great and you're up there and blah blah blah. But it's really, I mean, you. It's not glamorous. You got sticky tan over you. You need to sleep in. You need to <laughs> pee through a funnel. Yeah, well, okay. Tunnel. Let's
0: not ruin the. Uh, let me just get this photo up before we start talking about peeing through funnels. There we go. Let me just. I don't want to see this photo and imagine there's a funnel just on the on the on the stone behind somewhere. <laughs> because it is yeah don't tell us about the fun because it is i mean it's testing to what you can do if you put yourself through it takes dedication and um, people don't realize i think it's just and this is all natural as well which is another thing yeah. um especially for you because you're very much we can see from this photo you're very much into your nutrition aren't you the plant-based um, yeah
1: oh yeah. i went plant-based um and really i mean i eat a lot i do intermittent fasting but i'm actually now um since going plant-based I originally did it um, when my mum got cancer. And I kind of read about all the the the, the animal fats, etc., and the proteins that are carcinogenic. And I did my own homework. And then I went plant-based, and my energy levels and my mood, everything um, went through the roof. But the main thing is I I can eat what I want and I don't need to worry about the, the putting the weight on because I don't resist it. I don't do intense, intense training now. I do my sea swims, I eat well, I nourish myself. And I, I think I'd like to pass that on to women a bit more. Um that, that body image isn't isn't the be all and end all. It's not something we need to chase. But the yeah, I think Elizabeth Barnes was the same. I think she's plant based. Um and it's fantastic. I have my dark chocolate if I need it. I have all my little treats. Um And, and yeah, absolutely. I'm very happy with, with my nutrition now.
0: Yeah, it seems to be. I mean, especially with us both being in Brighton, there's always been historically a, an interest in kind of moving away from the norm. So it's quite popular over here and easy if you do want to become. I remember I tried becoming vegetarian years ago, probably... Mm-hmm jesus christ we're talking about over quarter of a century ago yeah
1: awesome.
0: so back then bright, well. thing, <laughs> bright helmstone i think it was called then but it was like there was just food for friends that was the only vegetarian restaurant and that was like a, just a load of benches and kind of um, just yeah. sloppy vegetarian food and it was like and it was impossible to survive but these days there's so much choice now isn't there if you do want to find a, an alternative diet I mean, in Brighton, it's not alternative anymore. It's like 50-50 the amount of restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you've got no excuse anymore. Yeah, that's fascinating. And you did find energy changes, which is being documented now by studies, um, health improvements. The the research is catching up now with regards to that. Yeah, huge
1: energy changes. Really helped me in my training. And, I mean, you can have, I mean, what did I have last night? I had uh, Jack's, you uh, fajita's. And they were like, it was like pulled pork. And I'm not meaning eating lettuce. I'm meaning good pie protein, meaty, tasty dishes. Mm. You know, it's, um, and I, it just, I mean, I don't preach about it, but it works for me. It's working mm. for a lot of athletes I know. And, um, and in my 40s, I've never felt better. And I don't need to work too hard with, with keeping, you know, aesthetically, uh, you know, in top form.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why vegetarianism and veganism is becoming popular now, because it used to be a case where, how do you know if you're talking to a vegan? Because they'll tell you. It used to be that very much. <laughs> you know, do you know what i I talking not And it's like, it's just in your face the whole time. Yeah. But now, looking at you, you do not, I mean, it used to be a case of if someone was vegan, they'd be white and pale and kind of floating away and just kind of like surrounded by jaw sticks. And it's just, that's not the case anymore. we have got plenty of athletes and healthy looking above normal yeah, healthy yeah, yeah. people who are, who are following that sort of diet so it's a fascinating one hopefully and people will it still might not be for everyone that's the biggest no, rule no. isn't it you know it depends no, on your own no. physiology and your own lifestyle but definitely an avenue um, that people should do uh, yeah no, more.
1: maybe even two or three meals out the day being 100 percent plant-based you know like quinoa small recent carbs like the jackfruit you know, a bean burger, you know, there's a lot of and just kind of play with it and watch your energy levels because um yeah, now it's 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 definitely the way forward for me. So if I can help with anyone, including yourself, begin. Mm.
0: <laughs> is there is there any was it purely health reasons for you, or was there any kind of consciousness of animal welfare and that sort of stuff?
1: Um to begin with health. And now, yeah, it's it's more towards, I don't, I couldn't eat, I couldn't eat an animal now. It's just, um, that, that's, that's, my th- I mean, I know I used to try and catch rabbits and, and kill them and eat them in a couple of courses I did in the military. <laughs> yeah, i just got an image. I can
0: imagine that. In fact, we've got a video
1: here. <laughs> I don't know if it was that, and I was hallucinating because they hadn't fed us for three days. We were on half an oxo cube, but we caught the bloody thing. Um, but, for me now, yes, I, 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 think it's the ethics as well. I, I, I personally couldn't, couldn't go back to eating an animal.
0: Yeah, no, I'm the same. I mean, <clears throat> I was vegetarian for a while, and then I went to live in Spain, and in Spain at that time it was impossible because in Spain, like you ask for vegetarian baguette, and they give you ham, thinking, well, ham's <laughs> not really. It, that was how it was. So it was just, and you'd be pig spending half an hour trying to pick everything out of a paella which is impossible but since i had my kids in that and i was like taking them around farms going, look at those cute little piglets sucking off their mum let's go now have it just didn't make sense to me it made me feel guilty and they can do what they want but it kind of rekindled that and also i just think there's this desensitivity that the general public has got now they just switched their minds off to the fact of how we know a lot of the mass production of meat where oh, it comes oh. from the state of the animals the you know it's not a question of whether it's our right to eat animals it's like is it the right to keep these animals in these conditions
1: oh, and, no. you know it's just
0: I've horrendous watched a
1: few things and i've got a really good friend he works with like the the moto gp guys and he's 100 percent plant-based and and he just was he said a really good point and he was like you know most of the people that eat meat, if the animal was in front of them, they wouldn't kill it. Mm. You know, but they're prepared still to. And it's and 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 it's a hundred percent right. And you, I've seen the documentaries, Cowspiracy, and then I looked into it a bit more and and the standards that they're put in and all the wee baby chickens just slaughtered and and it's just it's cruel and yeah. rate, and these guys that work at these uh, what are they called? Not mortuaries. What's abattoirs. Yeah. And, uh, um you know this the depression and the suicide rate is high.
0: That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, another thing that yeah, I just I would never do it again and that's my morals now. So Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, so um let's uh let's see what's up next in the uh This is your life with Lisa <laughs> Shabbos. <laughs> let's have a quick flick through. Oh yeah, so this is just there's a few more photos of you and your gangs and and uh, the because that's another thing which obviously you do is it's not only your own life you're sorting out you're helping a lot of other people um so this was you're quite into your crossfit you, is that still the case or
1: yeah that, that was awesome quite important uh in my weed journey because when i joined that gym and this is what got me onto the ultra running <clears throat> which i hope this a lot of people that are listening if they're thinking about an ultra i might get a lot from this but i was doing the crossfit and I was only up to 10k. That was it. I hadn't done a marathon since 2003, So my cardio was poor. <clears throat> I'd been there and there was an amazing guy that inspired me there that had prosthetics, Murray was his name. And I saw all the I saw all the challenges and the running and the events these guys were doing with prosthetic limbs and a lot of them ex-military. So it really spurred me on to do a challenge. I thought, bugger this, if they can do it. Let's raise some money for Blessma and do it. And no word of a lie. I thought, what will I do? I like the cold and I can't run. So I thought, right, a desert in the bloody... A a marathon in the bloody desert.
0: (laughs) As you do,
1: yeah. I must have done hand and heart. I think I had six weeks to train and I did. I only ran three times 20 miles. So not the probably standard running thing, but I didn't really hire a coach. I just thought, mind over matter. Went out to the desert, bloody loved it. Loved it. Um, Did the first marathon and I jogged it. And then the elite runners were like, you're joining us tomorrow. We're setting off earlier. You're with the elites. And I thought, are you joking? But something took over in that desert, Matt. And the cold water had prepped me, believe it or not with the brown fat that had accumulated with, with my mindset. And I had such a peace and calmness out there. I met some amazing yeah. people. And I didn't put pressure on myself. I didn't think about a time or this or that. I thought, fuck the numbers. As my good friend Lee <laughs> Ewan says, my Wim Hof guy, S- switch the head off. This is about the mindset. Don't put pressure. And, oh, come in the top. I think there was. I was in the top nine. And yeah. Loved
0: it. yeah loved yeah it. brilliant so, so once again funny. yeah once again um yeah just discovering you put your mind to something you weren't actually quite good at it or very good at it uh-huh yeah so that was down in uh where was that one that was the
1: that was uh the sahara morocco so it was about eight hours into we, eight hours we traveled in yeah the morocco sahara it was fantastic met a couple of people that had lost people and we were naming stars after them at night we really bonded um 40 degree heat but we weren't you know no there was no sweat and there was date trees and camels and very cathartic may i add yeah yeah yeah. the running not about the running
0: not around well that's um let me just bring this up and that brings us nicely on to um I, mean, I want to talk about you mentioned wim Hof and the cold and that but i can hear myself in the background i oh, do no, it stopped us. okay this brings us on to the ultimate Mirage, because this is something which coincidentally um i've got pleasurably involved with these guys because they're a great outfit and I think we're both going to end up there aren't we in, uh, we are September. oh we are
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly I'll be propping up the bar somewhere I'm not going to be running at myself but I don't think although I've got to admit my running has you know when there's something in the distance it's so I'm always telling my clients if you really want to train well sensibly then just set yourself a little goal set yourself an A goal set yourself a competition of some form just, and, and now I've got this I know I'm not going to run it I mean, I'm mean, i going to actually not take any running gear at all because I do not want to run it <laughs> cold
1: water we'll do cold water thing. Break,
0: break. yeah yeah don't convince me don't use your special tactics I can hear what you're doing here
1: you'll smash it you'll but I have
0: you know I've been out running four times this week and I never do four times running it is knowing it's there and knowing you'll be there and it's like and and looking forward to meeting up with some of the fantastic people I've had the pleasure of talking with I mean it's going to be a great they changed the date recently, haven't they? I think yes, um, yes. we've got them watching now. But, um, yeah, they've changed the date, didn't they, too? It was going to be later on. It's a week earlier now, isn't it, or something?
1: Aye, fantastic. Uh,
0: September 28th, you
1: know. Say again? You could interview us while you're running.
0: Oh, for God's sake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Viewers, watch for yes. <laughs>
0: so, um, yeah, you're looking forward to it, Yeah. Return to the stand.
1: I've made contact. Is it Raya? Yes. The lady. And just, I've watched the video they did, Matt, and and where they kind of filmed Star Wars. And I've looked at all the runners, the energy, (coughs) and I can just, you know, you just get a feeling. This is for me. This is the next one. And it just, it gave me goosebumps. What a lovely community.
0: Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because I had the pleasure of um, talking to the director, Amir, as well. And, um, again, I mean, there's, there's a lot. It's becoming very popular now, Ultras, yeah. and also the idea of going, you know, to a desert to do one. But what a great group and what a great guy. Um, and we were talking about also the thing which kind of touched me was, I remember when they had the whole terrible year in Tunisia with the tragedies and all that that occurred. And it was kind of, you know, heartwarming to hear how they're trying so much just to get rid of this, the way it affected the country and the tourism, naturally.
1: And uh, but you know, it's
0: an isolated event, and now it's probably one of the safest places in the world. And they're just trying to turn their economy around, and and using running to yeah. do that. And that the people there are supposed to be so warm. Well, yeah. I've seen yeah. so far from the Tunisians I've met, um, yeah. lovely people. Um, I think well, Elizabeth nice. again. She was talking about I don't know if I read it, but she was talking about like running around and just locals wait, waving at her and smiling uh-huh. and putting their thumbs up and just pleased to see you know
1: yeah.
0: um, people from other countries so yeah it's going to be a great time
1: yeah uh, it's going to be here before
0: we know it September
1: oh can <laughs> <Ooh,
0: how exciting. laughs>
1: So many. I might have a little
0: job people. in the desert somewhere I don't know maybe maybe I will oh, take some trains on, yeah. I'll take I'll take a bikini and some trains we'll see <laughs> anyway so let's get on to there's been quite a lot of interest when I said I was going to be talking to you because um, let's go back a little bit let's go back i think this picture sums it up well it doesn't sum it up but it'll get interest where is she there we (laughs) go right explain yourself woman (laughs) all this talk about you being a role model for women and it's just back to basic well you tell me about it what's going on
1: so what this is is an it's a mind over matter you come out and again with the mindset And I'll go on a bit more about the breath because um, it it plays such a big part that it almost doesn't become about the cold. It's the breath and the mindset. Now, this is a specific way that you go into a horse stance where you're activating the biggest muscles, you know, that your quads and your glutes and you're swaying. And what it does is you have to just allow the cold in. You surrender with it and you don't go, oh, I'm cold, and start shaking. So this is like the dance you'll see Wim Hof doing and it works. It's absolutely fantastic. And then we added a bit of jungle music to this and <laughs> <it> a laugh.
0: <laughs> so um, so Wim Hof, OK, so it's becoming very popular. He's becoming very popular. Um I listened to Joe Rogan, had him on the podcast. That was a good one. And I listened to Joe Rogan as well, which was great. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, so let's imagine there's someone out there who's not very familiar with Wim Hof. What's it all about?
1: Right. So, (laughs) Wim Hof, I mean, you have to go on and research him, but he's basically kind of defied the kind of medical world um, with his knowledge and his depth and the way he's changed the physiology of his body to withstand um, serious um, cold temperatures and kind of shock to the body. And it's just, it's, it's, it's an absolutely unbelievable experience, completely changed my training and my mindset. Again, uh, quite pivotal for me. Um, so going out there, I thought I wanted to get another challenge you know, up the sea swims, and then when I got out there, I realised it wasn't about the ice, I got wim by an amazing guy called Lee Ewan, and I, I really believe it's an instructor, he had us such a calm, fantastic setting, there was numerous people, you know, so many different personalities, some that were going through quite traumatic things in life, some CEOs, some athletes, some yoga people, and I won't say too much because I want you to come to the workshop in May, Matt. But he took us to a place through kind of hyperventilating and using the breath. And I've done breath work, but this was unbelievable. So we we do certain rounds of this breathing technique, and I think I must have got to the third or fourth round, and I was I wasn't surrendering, I wasn't trusting my body and he said the magic words he said all everything you need is in your body now all the oxygen all the breath and you know what i didn't take a deep breath (laughs) because after doing that you want to gulp for air and i swear to god when i lay down i could feel i could feel a strong connection to my breath body and mind that i've tried to get through in sports and i've nearly been there But it was so powerful that after when we actually got down the Avento, which is the name for the ice hole, I eased into that. And hand in heart, Matt, I was not, I didn't have a fear or care in the world. It was an absolutely amazing, if you surrender to it, and I think we get too comfortable. We get a bit of discomfort and fear and we run. Fight or flight comes in for a moment. But when you actually manage to control it, surrender and breathe to it, it takes you to depths I've not been before. So I absolutely loved it.
0: Okay, so Uh, I'm hoping that most people watching this are thinking, oh, anecdotal evidence, N equals one. Yeah, she had a good time and felt amazing about it. Um, because that's what uh, one of my goals of this podcast originally was to bring a little, put a little bit of evidence back into not yes. just running, but just exercise and physiology and science. Um, but it's not really, I mean, this Wim Hof guy, once you do the research, and there's so much rubbish out there, but he actually has stood up, hasn't he? To, he's, he's, he's proved himself. Was it, 26 world records for people who aren't aware?
1: Yeah.
0: He's done some crazy stuff. I mean, he's famous for immersing himself in the ice bath. I think that was like an hour and a half or something.
1: Yeah. Which, again, people
0: might go, all right, then, he's a bit crazy. But then he's done marathons in just shorts up Kilimanjaro. He's (laughs) kind. He even did a marathon in um, one of the deserts, Namibia Desert or something, um, in like 35 degrees without having any water. Um, he's hung himself, I think, by one finger, just from a rope a mile up in the air between two balloons or something. All based on this idea that he can willfully change what is supposed to be an involuntary, autoimmune defense system by yeah. tapping and yeah. using this visualization process and his and the interesting thing is, because, you know, when I was, I'd already heard of him before you got involved and then you got involved and I was like, right, let's just put on my cynical hat. Let's be a bit of a scientist. Because I teach A&P and I've taught it yeah. like yeah. for years. And it's like the defense system, the autoimmune system is involuntary. You can't tap into it. It's like science. It's one of the few things or one of the things we do know. But the more I look into it, look into the studies, there seems to be science before Wim Hof, and then science after Wim Hof, because he's yeah. he's opened himself up to the critics, to the scientists. Yeah. to have tests done on himself, and encourage anybody to look at the studies that were done um, in two thousand twelve and fifteen, I think, because he's shown with scientists testing various markers in his body
1: yeah. that by yeah. going
0: through this technique, which you which you've undergone. Um, he can actually change his immune system. He can, um, where other people start getting, I think they used like um, uh, some form of bacteria, I can't remember which one it was, put it into his bloodstream to see the result of his body fighting against it. And he he just got a headache, whereas everyone else got the flu. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. And I'm still, I'm still skeptical because that's what makes me, me. And I still want to disprove it. But anyone out there who is interested in Wim Hof, yeah, the research is actually pretty good
1: have yeah, I I to be, be skeptical. But I think science is an ever evolving field, and we can't always go back to old textbooks. There's a guy, Joe Dispenza, I follow, that's cured many things through mind body. Wim Hof has proved he's changed his physiology, um, and that's what I was intrigued by. You know, I have to go and experience it. It was like the bodybuilding, I had to go and see what my body could do before I had an opinion. And the, the it's not even the calmness and like the, the that the anti-inflammatory benefits the autoimmune. Um, it's I mean it's it's reversing things like fibromyalgia and a lot of a lot of autoimmune disease, which sometimes the kind of Western world there's a few people out there that their whole, you know their whole thesis and careers will be in the line because they are saying different. So when anything comes out like this, you are going to get sceptical, and so it's always a good thing to experience it yourself now i know from the cold water that the brown fat build up that i'd built i knew when the people were dropping like flies in the desert i didn't need the food i didn't need the extra energy i had built up that natural brown fat i also read after a 50 miler i did i wouldn't be able to run again for at minimum two weeks or a week I did three cold water immersions. I was back five days later running so the anti inflammation and everything that I was really interested about it I proved to myself well not not the not to his depths of of, of you know having viruses injected, but I saw a hundred percent where this could go for people suffering from autoimmune um or you know, inflammation, which now they're saying with inflammation, it's you know, it's the cause of, you know, a good ninety percent of diseases these days. So from me experience it, I'm hooked and I want to take it further. And I'd love for you to be at the workshop and we'll put you in a big ice bath afterwards.
0: <laughs> you said it so well. <laughs> I remember there was a classic photo of me after one of the Brighton marathons. I think it's with uh, well, it was with my nephew Mitchell's son, who was yeah. loving just filling up this bath full of ice that I was sitting in, and his face was just. And then he was testing it with the temperature, seeing how cold he is. Get it, and it was a great photo. But yeah, athletes, we've we've played around for ice for a long time. Um, there is there is also studies which suggest that. Um, After particularly strenuous workouts, your body needs a certain amount of inflammation. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's kind of, I mean, because I think about maybe two years ago, there was quite a few articles based on this study, which suddenly said all this idea that ice is good for you after exercise is a little bit gross science. It's kind of like it feels like doing something extreme after workouts going to be good. But yeah, so there are studies which show that, yeah, after exercise, your body needs inflammation. If you immerse yourself in ice, it's going to slow down that natural inflammation you need to repair your body. How does that tie? Is that something they mentioned on the course? Or
1: Well, I mean, if, if you go along, they don't promote that as um, what to do after a workout. The, so it's, in fact, it's quite the opposite. If I was doing heavy weights, my muscles are broken down. All the blood flow that goes into the repair and then the muscle grows. So I wouldn't interrupt that process. But what I do is I do the cold water early in the morning or after a run, but definitely not after intense weights. And you want to get the mental health benefits. And that is first thing in the morning, cold shower. Um, So I will jog lightly up to the waterfront and then I'll go in. And I'll do it after cardio and I'll do it post a big run for repair i've built my wee ice bath out there she's called betsy um so in mornings yeah some mornings i'm beastly and i just have to think right sort your head out i fill her up with cold water some ice boom so i get what you're saying going back to your original point um but it's definitely a lot of people um post things and they've not actually done the course and things got a bit confused but definitely not like Wim Hof method and and a lot of uh, ice after after a heavy weight session because you are you are disrupting nature's way of building up that muscle again but definitely the day after when you've got aches and pains like i said i couldn't walk into the sea my legs were so full of lactic acid my hips had gone and once that sea almost just held me and i could kick my legs again i walked out and then i did another one and within five days matt i was doing gentle jogging again so big believer in it
0: yeah yeah so once it's great to hear that the actual instructors are aware of the other literature as well and it's exciting times we'll see where it goes to um because again the studies have shown it's not just him i mean they there was an argument yeah okay so this guy's a freak of nature brilliant he can do all these incredible things but what use is that if it's just him but there are yeah there's a study where he trained i think 12 15 other people and they also showed the same effect after the um yeah after testing the immune system with a with a bacteria so it's yeah it's uh we'll have to keep watching these pages will not we so you mentioned a couple of times now you've got a course come to brighton then have you
1: i do is brian's by an Australian guy called um, Lee Ewan. And he was the one he had his. It's always the the coach, and he was a fantastic coach. He knew that I had a bit of grit, a bit of resistance. So he knew that this was what I had to do, just to surrender, um, surrender to it. And he's got such a a fantastic way of coaching this. And he, he does a lot of events with Wim Hof. And I just... After the workshop, I just thought, I need, there's so many people that I want um, and that I know this will benefit, whether it's stress or just people wanting to improve their running, their breath work. Um, So very lucky he's agreed to come over. We're doing two days. I'm taking Betsy, the ice bath, and it's just going to be bringing Wim Hof Method to Brighton and so much more. It's really, it's about sharing it now, Matt, definitely. Definitely. And this is happening
0: at another local hero, isn't it? Isn't it Alex's place?
1: I saw Alex. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we were lucky enough again with because I do like to try once a month or once every two months to have like a local hero, which people know, and Alex Backhouse of Alex Alex Backhouse Strength and Conditioning. Yeah, he was on the show, and he's a great character. So, what this is going to be at his place?
1: It is. He's going to be doing an shot. So, with the breath work and the cold, it, I, I want it to prep them as much as it's prepped and helped me. So, he's holding it as his studio. I'll put in the link below. I'd love, I think, um, if you were there, Matt, that you would change your mind about Ultra Mirage.
0: <laughs> oh, there's quite a few factors, which, uh, yeah, it's multifactorial, my decision. and yeah. <laughs> no i'll definitely try and come up. what day is it on
1: it's may the 11th and may the 12th we've got a workshop in both days Be okay lovely. right
0: well we'll make sure the link is put in the notes and stuff um awesome. and uh if they want to find out more information on it is it on a website somewhere or where can people find out about it
1: yeah it's on my facebook page
0: okay which is just lisa shabbos Facebook, there's only one latest service. There's
1: only one
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, if people want some information, then May the 11th and the 12th, and they can check you out on Facebook. And there's information on it,
1: yeah. Okay, it's a game ahead. changer, it's an absolute game changer. And I'd seriously, Matt, I'd love to have you there. And, um, oh. it's, it's doing a lot for a lot of people, and, and that's that's my reasoning behind it, you know. I
0: suppose it's always going to be. Multifactorial as well because i mean if you're willing to immerse yourself in ice then you're probably also keeping an eye on what you eat you're probably also engaged in a certain form of exercise you're you're probably at a mindset where you want to make a difference so so, i don't know there's it'd be interesting to see and it's so difficult to test these things what effect it would have on someone who's not actually looking after themselves in other respects
1: Um, because otherwise you can't isolate it can you yeah, we had we had four people at that event and all had their things going on, like with alcoholism and, and stress and poor diet. Some had never had a cold shower and at really? the end of it
0: Oh right, so they weren't all health people into health and fitness already then.
1: No, this is for all, Matt, because it's hard. Life's hard. We can't have it all with people that are have got their diet and their mindset and everything squared away. It's really hard to encompass all of that and to mm. chase it. And that's where maybe I've gone wrong in the past. And this just shows you a way that once you're connected to yourself, you surrender a bit and you just give in to it. You kind of see what you're capable of. It gives you really good clarity, strength, and you let a lot of the garbage go and baggage. I'm trying to not swear. Um, <laughs>
0: I appreciate it, yeah. Working hard. <laughs> OK, then. Well, no, yeah, definitely. I can't. I'm not going to commit to it and say yes. You're not going to get that on uh, on camera. But I will definitely put those dates in my diary and see. What day is it, the 11th and the 12th? Is that weekend, is it? Saturday and Sunday. OK, that
1: sounds all
0: right, then. Saturday and yeah, Sunday right. will be awesome. You are going to
1: commit to uh, Ultra Mirage,
0: my margarita, my margarita. Oh, yeah. No. Well, again, it's because I'm teaching. It's tricky. But, yeah, I hope to be. I mean, I'm like 95 percent sure I will be um, Yeah, at, at Ultra Mirage. Um, awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. There's some great people I'm really looking forward to meeting. And also just tracking your progress as well. I'm over there, so it would be great.
1: Yeah,
0: awesome. Let's Let's chat a bit more about Ultra Mirage. So we're, where are we? March at the moment, coming up to April or April or May or June or July or August or September. It's kind of six months. Yeah, so what yeah. about training for that? Is there anything that's going to change? Are you embarking on? Are you are you going to go on any of the workshops or are you going to go and run in some sand?
1: No, I'm going to stick to my cold water and my plants and my breath work i really believe in my heart now that that's enough
0: what about running though
1: um i'll dabble in it but, um... <laughs> <You can't> just...
0: <laughs> so for those people who aren't aware what uh, the ultra mirage is <laughs> i think I'm it's 100k sand um, with six kind of you got to do it within 24 hours haven't you and um, yeah I'm just putting a public warning out there. Having a cold shower in the morning and kind of breathing isn't going to get you through this, <laughs> regardless <laughs> of what Shabbos says. What's your running involved? What are you doing running wise? Are you upping well, your distance? How many miles yeah, are you doing
1: a week? I've got, I've got the Brighton uh, Marathon, I think, in, in April. Right, um, and then I'll stick to I'll stick between ten and eighteen. Um, I'll come in and see you from a gate. Be very relaxed. I wasn't aware of a 24-hour timeline, but uh, <laughs> I think I can get around that. Stick like a plant up, my Matush.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, when you look at the video, you can see there's there's quite a few DNAs. They're still kind, uh, DNFs, they're still kind of excited, and they've got loads out of it. But, yeah, I think it's, um, I'm pretty sure it's 24 hours to actually, yeah, uh, a bit like Brighton Marathon when they start sweeping up and there's still people running around.
1: Right, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd love to maybe. I'll look into a camp. I, I know Elizabeth Barnes was doing one. Is it Lanzarote?
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's quite a few people out there. She obviously does hers, but it's kind of recommended. Um, yeah, just to get used to those temperatures and the sand and, and just some techniques. Because it's interesting what she was saying as well in terms of strength and conditioning. Yeah. Um, I mean, you when you ran in your desert marathon, was it particularly sandy?
1: Um, Sandy Point Sandy Rock through little. It was a real mix of things But I would say there was a majority It was Sandy in the second day Yeah, they had us going through the Um, tunes Rock, Red Rock A real variation, Matt Um, So did you find
0: you were having to Kind of like Because Elizabeth made a very good point of where With running, you're bouncing along You're hopping, you, you slam your foot into the ground And you get that energy But with the sand running, especially when it's deeper sand then you're having to drag your legs up
1: so using your hip
0: flexors in your quads. So it's um, just because you can run, not you, but if someone goes over there thinking they can run, it's not going to be the same going through sand.
1: Absolutely. It does does drag your foot. It it does exhaust you quite quickly. Um, But it's such a good experience. Yes, I, I will do a little bit of training, of course, coming into it. And I think... I think now I will maybe enlist the help of someone like, you know, Elizabeth Barnes, who this is her, you know, this is her field. Um, So I definitely might do a camp out in Lanzarote. But I won't put a lot of stress in myself, Matt. Those days are gone. I know I can do it. Um, I'm not looking to come in the top ten. or I just want to go out there, complete it, good mindset, and mm. enjoy the people, enjoy the day. Yeah. That's my reasons for the ultra runs. As I said, cathartic, good energy. Um, and it'll be—we might do a little live after a, after I do Elizabeth's camp. See if my my mindset might change. Um, so I'll keep you posted with that. But yeah, that'd be
0: great. Yeah, I've just,
1: just seen it. actually—it's
0: actually twenty hours. It's a twenty-hour time limit. Doesn't I, mean you get chucked out, but yeah.
1: Um, hours for and it's it's 100k isn't it?
0: Hmm.
1: 60 miles,
0: yeah. You'll be oh, you'll be fine. Yeah, you'll yeah.
1: Be I fine. did my 50 miler at nine and a half. Hmm. Ah, I'll be fine. you be fine. I'm gonna just dangle <laughs> it with the salt.
0: <laughs> and then the other great thing which Amir, when we had him on Amir Ben Gaston, the director and founder of um, Ultra Mirage, is um. Yeah, the prize money is the same for men and women, which is really a big thing. Like, there's probably no other sports where that happens because it's always like pay per view or how many bums and seats. But they made it, I mean, he made sure that it was clear that whether you're a man or a woman, you're going to get the same amount of money for winning this event because you're running the same race.
1: But
0: it sounds obvious, doesn't it?
1: It it (laughs) doesn't. Why wouldn't it be? It's something we shouldn't even be really debating. I know. A human being's a free market.
0: It's economy, you know, if you don't, if not so many people want to see you, you're not going to make so much money, but that's, I don't know, business, isn't it? It's
1: business, but hopefully it's changing.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully, we'll see. How
1: much is the the, um, prize money?
0: Uh, That's another thing, I think it's about 10,000, yeah, 10,000 euros, split equally, yeah, between male and female fields. Yeah, which which in the world of ultra running is is a generous amount as well. You know, it's surprising yes. how little. Um, but It'll if anybody, say again,
1: it will be, really- be a great event.
0: and it's cheap to go over as well. I mean, it's yeah. considering what they give—the package and the four-star hotels and the bus services—and anyone still interested who's watching or listening to the podcast and debating whether to go, don't let price kind of be one of your top factors because it's um, it's cheaper than you would imagine considering you're getting four nights accommodation and food, you know, Absolutely. and the bus to and from the airport. Absolutely,
1: um, and six months is—you know—six months is plenty time to train
0: yeah 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 so you know,
1: um you know if anyone's watching this and they think they've not you know if they don't have time six months is is very doable,
0: mm. you know
1: if you've got the right mindset if you've done a half marathon boom just 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 book it take part in the event because it's 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 quite a life changing event an ultra it's a beautiful thing, you know? and if they need some help
0: and some Big me up, then they can always contact you, can't they? And reach out. Absolutely. As
1: someone
0: Absolutely. who's been there, done it, knows all their stuff. They just might find themselves in an ice bath and a beanie and a bikini.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: anything that's you've got to cab- watch out yeah. for. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's two twenty six already. That was probably one of the quickest oh. hours I've had. I know. That hour just disappeared.
1: Awesome. That's um cool. so,
0: awesome. Yeah, I know it just flies by, doesn't it? Yeah. So we've announced the um the workshop, that's fantastic, on May the eleventh and twelfth. Uh, for further details they can find you on facebook and uh, we know that you're going to be going to ultra mirage which is something people can um, find out more information about we're going to ultra com. um is there anything else coming up are you still look, if people want to join your morning swims is that kind of a private club or do they just where Not do they go a
1: business page coming up from beast to being so I'll put a link in that later, but get me on Facebook. I'm going to be running quite a few packages. Um, a lot of people that want to do their first marathon, their first sea swim, just getting the mindset right, the nutrition right. Boom. So anyone wants to, to ha- give me a wee message, that's good. Only three times 20. Oh, I thought you'd done that as well, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Karen, join me in uh, Ultra Mirage. How is she?
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah, we've had a few comments. I try and bring up the comments as and when they come, but it doesn't always work out that way.
1: Uh, any questions, I'll get back to everyone. I'm really happy to help and to share this. It's, it's a great world, the ice and the ultras. Okay, world. brilliant.
0: Well, thank you as always for taking time out to join us on a Sunday afternoon.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And um, I'm sure we'll see each other very soon. And if people want to contact you, even if you're not local to Brighton, then obviously you These days with the wonderful internet, they can contact you via Facebook as your best bet, is it? Because you're also quite active on Instagram.
1: Instagram, again, Lisa Shabbos. I do online coaching, um, both with Facebook and and with Instagram. um, Or any any just tips to get you into the water, any fears, any young girls out there that just want to get a little bit of the beast going to get them to get (sighs) any challenges, then, um, then let's do it. And hugely thanks for all the viewers and to you, Matt. It's awesome. Brilliant, it was no worries. Pleasure. No, a Love, pleasure. Your thanks for coming Love your tips. You've you've helped me with my gate and yeah, you've always been part of my weed journey, so
0: pleasure Thank to you. be part of it. Right. Okay. Nice um one. I'm gonna chuck you off the screen again now. Um, and I'm gonna say goodbye to people and we'll Lovely. catch up very soon.
1: Lovely. All
0: right, Lisa. Talk thanks a later. lot. Take, Take care, bye bye. Right. The wonderful Lisa Shabbos. Um, Like I say, if you're listening to the podcast and uh, it's well worth having a look at Lisa, because I just love the way when she goes into kind of serious mode, that's what it's all about. Um, It's a bit like Alex Backhouse. It's that kind of life changing thing where someone's giving you quality information, but also they've got that magnetism. So, yeah, as always, the podcast, excuse me, they do go up to YouTube for that very reason um so yeah um check us out we what have we got coming up so we've got a few great guests coming up now i've sorted myself out and um, i thought i'd let you know rather than saying just check the social feed i'll let you know what's coming up um next week mother's day this has worked out very well because this is a guest who i wanted to have a couple of months back and, and there was a bit of a mix-up because she will be talking to us from new york i think this time definitely from america it's the wonderful tina Weir who um, was supposed to be uh, chatting about her book released about a month ago now um, on um, amenorrhea on um, the fact that a lot of female runners and ultra runners think that missing uh, periods or having a regular menstrual cycle is just a normal part of being a dominant successful female runner when it's not it's something which you uh, should never really happen and you need to get checked out um we need to get over that stigma so tina's been through it written a book about it and she will be joining us to talk about that and her experiences um next week okay so just seven days time so um i'll put something on facebook so you can bookmark that and it will remind you um a couple of weeks after that we've got um the mr jack chu um so we're going way 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 back to the early days of twitter and facebook one of the pioneers of evidence-based thinking um, back when we were all getting into it um, with the Physiomatters podcast. So we've managed to get Chew of Chu's Health as well to come on, and he's that's going to be very exciting, uh, particularly for other health uh, professionals out there, healthcare professionals, especially physios, because Jack is making some fantastic waves in um, changing, reforming uh, practice with physiotherapy. He's doing exactly what I personally thought would be very difficult um it's slow uh, but it's successful uh, and he's already changing uh, the way that we think um what physiotherapy should be and what it should involve so yeah that will be in a few weeks for jack chu we've also got the marvelous Derek griffin coming up um who hopefully if you're a therapist you will have heard of as well and um, running fans we've got jf asculia coming up later on as well and um, where we're going to hopefully have some great conversations about footwear um and um yeah i'm very much looking forward to that and more we've got more and more and more christopher johnson is in the pipeline as well of zero so yeah stay tuned subscribe um i hope you enjoyed today's chat with lisa chavis um we're two minutes over time now so i better say goodbye but yes do please subscribe like us especially on itunes because that helps the the podcast go up so more people see it basically and uh, the more people we get watching and the better because that's what it's all about Uh, just spreading this good word um, out there. So thank you very much again for joining us. My name is Matt Phillips and hopefully we'll see you next week with Tina Weir um, on Run Chat Live. Have a great rest of the weekend. Bye-bye. You're listening to Run Chat Live podcast, putting the evidence back into running injury and performance.